On my own, bossed up, got a car and a home, and I did it on my phone. I'ma show you how to get it strong, get the bag, and it don't take long, and you don't need a loan. You don't need a boss or a master. Get the right team, and it's faster. This a new chapter. Gotta learn the business in the game. Every day, new money, new change. Adapt to the lane. It ain't about the bread, but the brain. Work hard, play hard, new fame. No more chains. No more chains. Put my nine to five, finna go home, boys, finna be a vibe, finna be a vibe, vibe. They say take a leave, so I went to the die. I'm finna go live, put my nine to five, finna go home, boys, finna be a vibe, finna be a vibe, vibe. They say take a leave, so I went to the die. I'm finna go live on IG. Sorry, but a nine to five is not me. I'ma do what's up until I D I E. You already know the vibe when I speak. Do not speak, cause. 20 months made 91k What you doing 40 hours I can do in one day With digital real estate that I own All I need is Wi-Fi and my phone Get into it, pursue it, I show you how to do it You got a gift inside you but you never knew it Let me put you in the game, I've been a coach Everything I do is dope, man, I'm finna go live Put my 9 to 5, finna go home, boys, finna be a vibe Finna be a vibe, vibe They say take a leave so I went to the dive I'm finna go live, put my 9 to 5 Finna go home, boys, finna be a vibe Finna be a vibe, vibe They say take a leave so I went to the dive Went to the all right, all right, all right. Assalamu alaikum, family. Hopefully, everybody can hear me. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful. I bear witness there is no God but Allah who we believe came in the person of Master Fahd Muhammad. We thank him for raising up for us the living and exalted Christ, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And we thank those two for leaving in our midst. A divine warning in God and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Send her three names. I would like to greet you all this beautiful morning with the greeting words of peace. We say in the Arabic language of Assalamu Alaikum. Shout out to everybody who's over there on Instagram, who's here for part two. I don't know why I haven't been going live on Instagram with y'all, but shout out, shout out to y'all over there on Instagram. I see you over there, Susan Guest. I see you, Vanessa Johnson. Uh, Jay Way No Play, I see you down there. Ah, oh, we lie, Ab- Ab- Abdullah, I see you down there. Yeah, I see you, JXX Harris in the building. Yeah, I see all y'all. Uh-oh, Alexis done tuned in, beautiful 45 D1. All right, uh, I wanted to start off with, a. Uh, actually, that's funny. Uh, can you close those two doors, please? It's actually funny you uh you came in because I wanted to start with something that that uh Alexis said one time on a on a call that we was on, but I done lost it. I must have put it in my phone. Oh, 
Here it is. Look at this quote, family. We're going to start off with this quote, and we're not going to waste no time. It says, uh, where purpose is not known, mismanagement is inevitable. I said, wow, that's deep. Where purpose is not known, mismanagement is inevitable. Now, it kind of reminds me, somebody said, are you nation of gods and earth, bro? Man, I'm just nation of Islam. I'm just a striving Muslim. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, that's all, brother. But, um, you know, I was talking about this before. Well, I already said this years ago about when you find your purpose, man, it, 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 it stops you from procrastinating because now you have an aim, you have a mission, and you have a destination. And when you have a destination in there, the destination is what gives you the direction that you need. Now, this is saying where purpose is not known, mismanagement is inevitable, but that may mean something else. But I'm saying when you don't know your own purpose, mismanaging yourself is inevitable. When you don't know your purpose and the reason for which God brought you here and your worth, you will mismanage your own body. You will mismanage your own time. See, when when you... When you understand your purpose, you ain't got time to be just wasting time nowhere. Man, I ain't got, that's where you hear people start to say, um, it, 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 this is when people start to say, man, I ain't got time for that. See, when I first got online, man, I didn't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fresh, I'm new, I'm learning knowledge. I, I, I love to debate a lot. I, I'm looking for it. I'm looking for somebody who got a negative comment. Let me go back and forth. And it was fun in the beginning. You know what I mean? I would, oh, I chop them up and I, uh, but now the purpose is so big. Man, I ain't got time to be messing around with no trolls. Three, four years ago, I had time to play around with the trolls. They ain't got no profile pic. They just going back and forth. I had a little time for it, but now nobody got time to be playing with you. So once we understand what our purpose is and we have a, 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 a aim and somewhere that we're going, we don't have much time to get off track. So in 2024, I'm going to keep dr drilling this in your head because I know we got them, them New Year goals. I know we got purpose, purpose. And then once you know what your purpose is, now you have goals to get there to the ultimate aim and the purpose. So, yeah, you want to make $5,000, but $5,000, why? Because that why is what keeps you going whenever the inevitable difficulty comes. Yes, I I I want to I want to I want to uh, uh um I want to lose weight, but why? Well, I want to lose weight because I want to stay alive. I want to stay healthy. I want to be here long as possible. I got children. I want to be here for them. I want to be an example for them. See, so now you write that up here with purpose. See, purpose is what a is what a is what a feeds your desire because the desire is what feeds the wheel, right? According to the minister, right? So now when we look at this, I got all these different reasons why I got to do this. So that when it gets hard, you know, when I want to stop, when I want to procrastinate, when I, when I, when I, when I want to skip, man, I, I remind myself of my ultimate purpose. Many of us just thinking about the goal, but if we, but if we, but if we make, our mission 
tied to a purpose, tied to a deeper why, it's not so easy for us to give up. It's not so easy for us to quit. So find your purpose, man. Don't, don't, just, don't just see somebody put a goal out there on their Instagram and you say, oh, that's a good goal. That's my goal, too. I want to get 50 leads a month, too. Oh, I want to make $10,000 a month, too. Why? Why? Do you have four children that you got to take care of? Do you got six children that you got to take care of? Do you probably got to take care of your mama as well? Do you probably got to, you see what I'm saying? Once you get that deep, why? Because ultimately there's always these two, these two voices, right? The cartoon was only symbolic of what takes place every day uh, internally. You know how they had the, the red man on one side. You got the angel on another side. And when it's about to make a decision, the red man pops up. Hey, man, you ain't got to do all that, man. You can just go. Then you got the other one. Come on, man. Remember your mission. Come on now. Come on now. Come on. Hey, you know you're not. See, that's what really happens internally. So what we want to do as much as we can, that 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 devil is always going to be lazy. Oh, the devil going to always try to get you. Oh, brother, take a, skip, skip another day. Do it tomorrow. Uh-uh, don't make no calls today. Ah, uh, that ain't worth do it tomorrow. No, don't do it. Mm-mm, nah, you good. You, you, you. See, it's always going to tell you and, and, and try to justify why you ain't got to do something that you know will make you a better human being, that you know will get you closer to your goal. So you got to have a, you, it's kind of like tug of war. Oh, this is good. It's kind of like tug of war. You want to have more men, more strength, more reasons on the positive side, pulling you because you're going to have some on the other side. I'm in pain. Oh, I'm depressed. I don't feel good. My stomach hurt. Oh, I'm just going through a lot. Uh-uh. See, all that, all them is on the other side, pulling you away from your goal. That They going to be, they ain't going nowhere. So what we need to do, we need to stack some dudes on this side. Ah, so we can pull that thing. Ah, you get on up in the morning. Let me go and get, do what I got to do, man. Come on. And you go on and do it. So I don't know who that was for this morning. Really be for me too, because I be wondering, man, I ain't, ain't trying to make no phone call today. I ain't trying. But I got so many reasons where I cannot, I can't not do it. So I go ahead and you just got to do it. All right. So let's get started with uh, God Will Rise, Brother Abdul Malik Muhammad, man. If y'all missed part one, please go check out part one from yesterday, man. Very good message. This is around the time my brother Nipsey Hussle got killed, man, and he was doing a message. He did a lot of work with them in L.A., so uh, he was, he was he, the, the lecture is called God Will uh, Rise. Here we go. Man, I hope this thing start from where it, start from where it ended. Before we begin. Of course, it's not going to start from where it ended. Technology never works like that, right? So let me see. That's why I took a picture of it yesterday. Here we go. Hold on. That's why you got to take a picture of it. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go to one. We was at one hour. We was at one hour and 37. Here we go. I said, I'm blood and cuz. And I ain't going to let you differentiate me from nobody. And now that I'm in Chicago, I'm a hell rookin. I'm a Latin king. I'm a folk counter gangster. Hey, man, whatever you are, I'll meet you there. 
See, brother, that's what we have. We have to meet them where they are. We can't go in there being above the hood. You meet the hood where they are. That's what the minister say. Go to them. Sometimes I go by myself. The brothers playing dominoes, and I go play dominoes with them just to get their attention. So, hey, nigga, what you got? What you got? And then as I'm playing dominoes, I'm like, hey, man, y'all know what them crackers about to do, right? No, Brother Muhammad, what they about to do? Check this out. Then dominoes is over. But dominoes was the bait that I got to their head. I go in the watts and we're walking through watts. Brother will be cutting hair outdoors. I get in his barber's chair. So as he cutting my head, I'm teaching his. Nipsey said, brother, I want you to know that my father used to put me and my brother in the car and he would bring us to the corner of Crenshaw and Slauson and make us watch the FOI sell papers and pies. And he would turn to us and say, now that's discipline. That's how you get your grind on. And that's why he made a song about grinding all my life. Huh? He said, brother, minister. He said, I need help. Would you minister to me? I said, brother, I'm obligated to minister to you. And we exchanged numbers. And since 2014, maybe two, three, maybe sometimes four times a year, he'd call me. And he was having problems. Problems in his hood because they got hood politics. And he was asking me, how, man, do I do what I do and help the homies? And I would say, brother, use your time and your talent. I would give him what the minister gave me. That's all I knew. I said, don't ever leave your hood. Don't ever make them think you better than them. Go serve them, brother. I would just drop little tidbits. Then he said to me, and I didn't know, he said, oh, I also do music with your son. I'm like, what? I said, no wonder my, my son be so high. <laughs> it's you he hanging out with. Oh, come on, get off it, brother. Yeah, our children, some of our children get high. But God got our children on a mission. Don't judge your children in the nation. They gonna be all right. You stop panicking. I went to the minister one time about my son crying. He said, brother, leave him alone. Because sometimes you beating him with Islam. And he's looking at your hypocrisy. Come on now, our children know when we at home, we ain't got them headpieces on. My son saw aspects of my hypocrisy. Oh, it got quiet up in here. And the minister said, no, brother, he's going to be all right. He's got enough Islam in him. You'll see. Leave him alone. And when he returns, he'll be like the prodigal son. And when he start coming back, just go kiss his neck.
and break out a fatty cabbage. Little did I know my son was in the studios influencing the artists. And when T.I. said when he met Nipsey, Nipsey was the only rapper to give him a book. And when the people asked Nipsey, what book was it? He said, message to the black man. This book right here. Oh, you ain't got this book? Wherever you at around the world, you better get this book. Brother Fontaine, look, I've been inboxed from brothers from Yemen, Palestine. We got to get this in Chinese. We got to get this book in Japanese. Now, this book is a message to the black man, and black is not a color. It is the essence from which all color comes from. Every human being got to have a message to the black man. Let, let me just put it right there. Every human being should have this on their shelf. So T.I., we can't even keep this book. I did not know it was my son that influenced Nipsey to get this book because my son, unbeknownst to me, stole my books. I guess I wasn't reading them. And he said, no, Dad, I'm in the studio. They all would watch me read, and then that's how I create. So my son is on a song called Picture Me Rolling. You'll hear him singing on that. I did not know all of this was happening. And when Nipsey was murdered, listen at this. His security, along with his wife, Sister Lauren London, she came to me. And his security said, Minister, I want to tell you something about Nipsey. He stopped looking at TV three years ago at number three. And he would only watch documentaries. Then he said there was only three people he would listen to lecture. Number one, they told me he listened to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. They said, number two, he would sometime listen to T.D. Jakes. And then three, they said he would listen to the series that I used to lecture in L.A. He said he did that religiously. Nipsey. Then we found out, y'all ready for this? That Nipsey, two weeks before he was murdered, Nipsey Hussle. This is why his music, his album is called The Victory Lap. Well, that's in the Holy Quran called The Victory. And when you go into Surah 48, it deals with the Hudabaya truce. That's when all the tribes came together to form a truce. So little did Nipsey Hussle know that he was being used by God to bring the hoods together all over America. Y'all all right? His brother, 
verified to us when Nipsey, two weeks before he was murdered, he put on hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of jewelry. Mm. He went to over 25 neighborhoods, brothers and sisters. He got on the bus. He did the unthinkable. He went to his mortal enemies. He got off the bus with all of his juries and said to the homies, either you're going to kill me or we're going to stop the beefing. Did you hear what I just said? The hoods were so dumbfounded that they start calling his own hood. Say, hey man, your homie is over here offering his life if we stop the beefing. Nipsey. Nipsey wanted to end all the gang wars. Nipsey was, he was producing an album. Him and my son were producing an album for the 25,000 mothers who lost their children to gang violence in L.A. Oh, Nipsey. He went to 25 neighborhoods, but it was his own hood that murdered him. And when they murdered him, my son and I, when we heard about it, we jumped in the car and on my way, I'm getting a call from all of their rival gangs telling me, Brother Muhammad, let the homies know we didn't have nothing to do with that. Because one thing about L.A. gangs, when they kill you, they own it. So I'm on my way. I said, all right, homie, when I get there, I'll, I'll let them know. We didn't know. I'm thinking one of their mortal enemies. And the rolling 60s, it's the second largest black gang in L.A. When I get to the scene, I pull a big U to the side. I said, brother, I want you to know on my way I got a call and I named the hoods. He said, we know it wasn't nobody from the outside. It was one of our own. They were so numb because... They couldn't go on a war path. And the next day, so many people came to pay their respects to Nipsey. Tens of thousands came out and we had a prayer vigil. And at that prayer vigil, when I got there, the pastors ran up to me because the gang members pulled their gun out on the pastors and wouldn't let them talk. Because all the cameras was there. So all the big preachers in L.A. showed up to pray and the gang members told them no. So when I showed up, the preachers came to me saying, Brother Mohammed, they, they won't let us speak. They won't let us pray. I said, hold on, pastors. I said, I'll ask them if they will let you pray. I said, but before I do that, let's make a pact right now. I said, I want you all to agree with me that we, the religious leaders, will stop the religious gang banging. And the eight pastors that was there put their hand on top of mine and said, that's on. 
And then when I walked in, I asked the gang members, would they let them in? And they let them in. It was on a Monday. And then after the prayer vigil, everything was peaceful. So I had to go there for our class. So the brothers, we went to FOI class. We left just a few brothers there. I'm in class an hour and a half later, all hell breaks loose at ground zero. I get a call, oh my God, they're shooting, they're stabbing, which all was a lie. People was falling on glass and it was the police beating the hell out of our people. So I get a call. And guess who it's from? The mayor of Los Angeles and the chief of police called Brother Tony Muhammad. They said these words to me. The mayor, Eric Garcetti, he said, Minister Muhammad, we need your help. I'm like, what the hell? I put him on speakerphone because I couldn't believe it. He said, Brother Muhammad, we need your help. We need you and the nation to go back. You all are the only ones that they trust. He, as God is my witness, he said, I'm asking you in the name of the city, would you help me? I have the chief of police. And I said, Mayor, I'm obligated. We were headed back anyway. I said, but I ask you one thing, Mayor. We will go and make an assessment, and we may need barriers. We may need things to help us with the police kind of give us aid. Now, we don't need you touching our people. We'll do that part. But I need cooperation from the LAPD. And the chief said, Minister Muhammad, this is the chief. And I give you my word that we will take the lead from the nation of Islam. That's, that's big. I was dumbfounded. I was like, what the hell? Here we are supposed to be a hate group and they call in the hate group to keep the peace. <laughs> Look. So he said, we'll follow your lead. Whatever you ask us to do, sir, we'll follow your lead. I couldn't believe it. I get brother Captain Halim, I said, brother, line the brothers up. And when we went back to ground zero, it was hundreds of riot cops. And y'all know there for why, we get that Allah swag in us. Huh? We start calling on the guard, we drilling a block away, the people could hear us coming. Whose soldiers are we? Whose soldiers are we? We marching into the scene. Boy, I'm telling you, I wish you were there, brothers and sisters. And as we coming up on the scene, black people was cheering. It's like, that's our police. And when we get to the police, they all hard, but they had to open up for the nation and let us in on a crime scene. And I said to the mayor, after we make our assessment, would you go before the press and tell the press you asked for the help of the nation of Islam? I wanted him to do that because I wanted that to be a punch in the face of our Jewish haters. 
I wanted the world to know that they asked the nation to go keep the peace. And the next day in a press conference, the mayor and the chief of police said, we asked for the help of Minister Tony Muhammad and the Nation of Islam. The press was like, what? I'm about to close with this. It, it, was, it, it was just, when we went back to the scene, it was the FOI and the police. I couldn't believe it. They was doing everything we asked. The homie was saying, damn, cuz. You know, I've been around them so much, man. Say, so, wait a minute, cuz, they did what y'all say do? You know, and I kind of, you know, I kind of, kind of tested. I said, sir, come here. I'm sorry, brother minister, I had to show out a bit. You know, after they done whooped up on me. Come here, sir. I need you to do this, I need, y yes, sir. You run and go get it done. Let me tell you, when we took over that scene, not even an argument for a whole week broke out on that scene. Our leader, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, he was so touched by the brother's murder that our leader, he sent in weapons for us to use, but our weapon was the Final Call newspaper. Oh my God. Boy, them bullets was coming in. He had that picture or a picture like that on the front page 150,000 newspaper and Brother Fontaine came with the paper and our people was taking that paper, crying. And when Nipsey Hussle's mother and grandmother saw that picture, the grandmother hugged the picture and said, thank Minister Farrakhan, he loves my grandson. I'm crying, I'm like, look at this man from Chicago. Pouring love into LA and the minister wouldn't come. Then the gang members started calling for Louis Farrakhan. He said, No, brother, I'm not coming unless the family wants me. And when I went and met with the mother, the mother said, Are you kidding me? His brother, Black Sam, I can't say you what he said. He said, Man, we elf with him. <laughs> no, that's big in the streets, brother. When the streets say they elf with you? <laughs> See, brother, y'all been in the mosque too damn long, you know? <laughs> you better get out in that street, man, and learn what's happening. See, you'll get offended. Hey, man, we elf with you. You be like me, what? No, it's a love thing, brother. In fact, Live Nation, who was helping to plan the, the funeral, wanted to fight against it. And Black Sam, Nipsey Brothers, said, man, not him. You ain't take, you'll take everybody else off but him. 
That's L.A. That's the final call. And on the third day, on the what day? The third day after Nipsey Hussle was murdered, I want you to look at this next video because this is what happened on the third day. Just check it out. If the brothers would pull up that video. Three days after the murder of brother Nipsey Hussle, we witnessed a miracle from Almighty God Allah. That on that day, the gangs came together like we've never seen before. Mortal enemies coming together to pay their respects and show their love. For the first time in the history of Los Angeles gangs, black men came together on the basis of a black man murdering a black man. It reminds me what Allah says in the Holy Quran, Surah 3, titled The Family of Amran. Verses 102 and 103, Allah says, And hold fast by the covenant of Allah altogether, and be not disunited. And remember Allah's favor to you when you were enemies. Then he united your hearts, so by his favor, you became brethren, and you were on the brink of a pit of fire. Then he saved you from it. Thus Allah makes clear to you his messages that you may be guided. And from among you, there should be a party who invite to good and enjoin the right and forbid the wrong. And these are they who are successful. This was a most powerful day, brothers and sisters. And so we thank Allah for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan for these gang members who came together. You could hear them say all week long, tell Big Boss, we heard him. We are uniting. They call the minister Big Boss. The minister's spirit is so loved by the streets that when he came to Jerusalem, because L.A. is a type of Jerusalem, that the members of the nation, when we went and paid our salute, little did we know, in my opinion, we were ushering in Palm Sunday because it was three days before Palm Sunday. And Palm Sunday represented Jesus riding into Jerusalem on a foal. The foal is a young donkey. Nipsey was that young donkey. And Jesus has said to his disciples, there's a donkey in a court tied together. Go and tie them for I have need of them. And when Jesus showed up in Jerusalem, the people wanted to know, who is this man? And when Minister Farrakhan came, the streets were saying, that's Farrakhan, nigga. That's the leader. That's the big boss. And when the minister spoke, 
He spoke of the red and the blue star coming together. And after the minister finished speaking, when we were driving Nipsey Hussle's hurts through the streets of L.A., the gang members started riding around tying the red and the blue rags and they were screaming, Big Boss, we heard you. Big Boss, we coming together. I'm talking about Farrakhan, brothers and sisters. I close with this. One week after Palm Sunday, the crucifixion of Jesus started with the press. A week after Palm Sunday, huh? Palm, Palm only means a palm is when one does a military salute to a fallen soldier. And on that day, the members, after everybody else was paying their respects, the brown gangs came out. There's a picture of me embracing a Latino gang member from the 13th Street. And he said to me, Brother Tony, I'm coming here from my hood. We want you to know you are more than a father figure than just a black gang. I said, I know, brother. That's why I'm wearing a brown uniform. And that man fell in my arm. His hood fell in our arms. He cried like a baby. He said, tell Minister Farrakhan he's a father to us too. Oh man, the spirit of God is rising. He used Nipsey Hussle. Then after that, other gang members, the Samoan gang, Oh my God, you ever seen the Samoan games? They're called the Tonga Crips. A brother, he was 6'5", came to me. Brother, you Tony Muhammad? I looked up, I said, yes, sir. He said, he said I want you to know we in. We in, we, all wars is stopping. I'm like, wow. The Samoan, the Tonga Crips, they fed over 10,000 people that day because the island that they're from in the Pacific, they say they're from an island of love. I'm talking, brother, we ain't never seen this kind of unity. On that day, the rolling 60s has been in the longest fighting war in the history of gangs in LA. It was the rolling 60s and the A-Trade gangsters that started Crips killing Crips. And when on this day, the A-Trade gangsters and the rolling 60s came together in the parking lot, everybody got scared because that war is so bloody and so deep that when the A-Trade gangsters showed up to their mortal enemies, they faced each other, and they stared each other down, and then a few minutes later, they embraced. And they say, the war is over. We are tired of this. Everybody started crying. The police started crying. The women started crying. And I want to thank, there are three brothers, Brother Duran X, who's a crip, 
In my mosque, our first officer, Brother James H. Muhammad, he's a blood. Brother William, Brother Anzar, they were very instrumental that on that day, 280 different gang sets stopped all their beefing. I don't think you heard me. It's 500 and it's 500 and some different gangs. 280 came together to form the United Hood Nation. 280 came together to form the United Hood Nation. So I close. This enemy is in trouble. A week after this, the demonstration by the Nation of Islam, I have to thank all the members of the Nation of Islam from Mars 27, from Mars 54, from Mars 97. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. For when we came with that wreath, and we had the crescent in red and blue flowers. The gang members was just crying. We did a salute and we held it for 33 seconds. When we walked the sisters over to ground zero, it was so beautiful that women, about eight women fell to their knees crying, saying, that's our nation. We got a nation. They were crying, black and brown. Sisters, you don't know how powerful you are. And the gang members, when we saluted, you saw Crips and Bloods with the ugliest salutes in the world. <laughs> but they saluted on that day. I close. One week later, that tape of the believers have reached over 50 million people around the world. I was blessed to get inbox from Denzel Washington thanking the minister for what we did. Magic Johnson. I got inbox from Naomi Campbell who inboxed me and she said, I watched this video 25 times and every time I watched it, I can't stop crying. Tell Minister Farrakhan, I said, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I got inbox from brothers from Yemen, brothers from Saudi Arabia, brothers from Palestine, inboxing us, thanking us because they never seen the strength of the nation of Islam like they seen it. So one week later, the Jews snatched Minister Farrakhan off of Facebook. You did him a favor. You snatched him off Instagram. You did him a favor. He more famous now than he ever have been. So I thank you, Black Chicago. I thank you for the Jesus that's in our midst. I came here to say that inshallah, we are planning a day so big in LA that we're gonna honor the 25,000 families who lost their loved ones to violence. And now Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, 
Kendrick Lamar, Drake, have all said they want to finish out Nipsey's legacy. They want to help finish that album. And they want to dedicate and continue the peace movement. I'm talking about they've gotten in touch with Brother Jay-Z. They're in the studios now working on the album and they're going to mix the minister's voice in their lyrics from the funeral service of Nipsey Hussle. Oh, something is happening in America, y'all. And on that day, we're going to honor the 25,000 families. On that day, I said to Snoop Dogg and I said to some of the entertainers that the gang members have pledged that on that day, it's going to be a day of edutainment. We have a peace ride every month and the bikers and the lowriders and the car enthusiasts, 10,000 bikers are coming that day. 5,000 lowriders, we're going to shut down the city of L.A. by God's permission. And at the end of that day, we have hundreds of gang members who are going to come to the stage. And they're going to ask the world for forgiveness. I don't think you heard me. In an act of atonement, hundreds, bloods, crips, Latino gangs, they're going to tie their rags together. And on that day, the gang members from L.A. is going to call the El Rookins. They're going to call the Vice Lords. They're going to call the Gangster Disciples. They're going to ask all gang members, let's stop the gang banging and become allies with the Nation of Islam. And get our training. Oh, brothers. Sisters, when I said that to Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg said these words, Brother Tony, when the homies do that, I'm going to ask all the rap artists, we're going to come to the microphone next. And we're going to ask for forgiveness for our lyrics that help add to the game war. Something is happening, y'all. I said, Brother Snoop, then if you do that, I'm going to ask all the preachers to come. And we're going to ask for forgiveness for not doing a damn nothing. And then we're going to ask for the audience to stand and ask for forgiveness for going into apathy. Chicago, y'all ready? Listen at what the gang members have asked me and I come to get your permission. They said, Minister, we got Bloods and Crips all over America. They asked me this, when we do this in LA, we want to take 150 to 300. Do you think the gang members in Chicago will allow us to come? and meet with them to tell them if we can stop, they can stop. Chicago, I come to get your permission 
can we bring the homies to Chicago? And then after Chicago, we take LA, Chicago, get on a plane, we go to New York. Then we go to Jersey. Then we go to Philly. Then we go to Atlanta. Then we go to Houston in the name of Allah. Come on, y'all. Let's do this. Thank you, Chicago, and may Allah bless you as I greet you in peace. Assalamu alaikum. Allah. Man, what a message, man. Powerful what unity can do, ain't it? Go ahead and press the number one, family, if you have anything that you would like to share from what you heard today. Go ahead and press the number one. And for those who are in the comment section saying, oh, the cameraman sucks. <laughs> it's just zoomed in on Instagram, okay? It's zoomed in on Instagram because Instagram only allows, you know, the look. Thing. So that's why y'all couldn't see them. So for those who are on the other side wondering why that was that little box, because they kept they kept uh saying that over here on Instagram. I'm like, okay, okay, let me y'all want to hear. Them. I mean, y'all want to be able to see them. So let me put the box right there. So that's why I did that. All right, let's go over to first one I see is Brother Daniel. Brother Daniel. Hold on, let me make sure y'all can... Uh, okay, somebody turned that off. Go ahead, try now. Yes, sir. Assalamualaikum, great family. Alaikum. Uh, uh, that The three and the 33 is really standing out. I know the brother kept mentioning the three, even the third surah. Um, I love looking at the significance of numbers, and I went and added up the birth, the born day of our great brother. And it came out to 19. So if you put that 19 with 33, you get the born day, the born year of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. His, his uh, sacrifice was definitely uh, highly spiritual in what Allah did through him. We can just listen to the testimony of our dear brother Abdul Malik. We, we, we seeing how his, his life was used as a sacrifice to bring about great change. Um, I was just recently listening to the minister when the police attacked the mosque in New York and how that whole thing went down and the minister had to sit down with the chief of police. He told them, all Caucasian police got to get out of our neighborhood now. And they followed that. But when he went to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, he was told, he was given some instruction. And he said that uh, when you give an instruction, I'm paraphrasing, you know, you have to make sure that it can be carried out. We don't bloister. We don't say things that can't be carried out. But he told him there was a percentage that he had to get to be able to issue commands and the people would obey. I'm listening to Brother Abdul Malik, and I see that the Messiah, his work, is gaining that attraction to where through him, Followers can give and commands to the people, and the people are so dissatisfied, they are now ready to obey those divine instructions. And this just makes me think of how important it is for us who study and follow to really be for real in our walk, because the people are tired. 
and they are looking for real solutions. And they don't want to leave the street and come to the house and find street with bow ties and headpieces and things like that. So it just makes me realize how important it is to study, submit, obey, and trying to tie it into the last message we saw about the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said he will not rest until the Holy Quran becomes the law of the land. That's what the people are looking for. They're looking for justice. So it's important for myself to study, submit, and try to make my life uh, centered around the principles of Islam and the Holy Quran. So when the people do come, they find freedom, justice, and equality in those who say they believe. Yes, sir. Thank you for sharing. Uh, next, we got Sister Trepetta. Hey, family, family, what a powerful message. Always, it always is, though. Um, so I want to start with the just the unity, the power in unity. Um, from the very beginning with, with, with Brother Nipsey, um, just how 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 the relationship with himself and the brother that was um speaking how how they just even came connected on on just some like like some just fly by like just regular people type situation um so you never know who gets wind of your message you never know who's hearing what you're saying um and whose life you're impacting from from even this brother's um son being in the studio with Nipsey, you know, and his his way of communicating to the others in the studio um, through just reading the book. You know what I mean? People are observing. People around us are seeing our movement. They're hearing our words. You know, be careful of what we say. Take heed, take captive our thoughts and make our words obedient. Um, to the word of God so that we are always being an example of God. We're always mirroring, you know, God in, in our reflection. Um, the other thing was, uh, of course, always, whenever I see FOI brothers and sisters, but brothers, you guys be putting it down. Like you literally y'all stop traffic. <laughs> it's like we, we are, we have to stop and just, give reference to God, the God in you all, the God in ourselves. It's like, it's just commanding God's spirit. It just commands us to stop and get out the way. So it was really, it put a smile on my face to know that the, you know, the police were like asking for help and which is by, by right, you know, they, they came to the, they came to the source. If they wanted something done, they came to the source to get it done. So um, that, that really put a smile on my face because I could already, I could visualize it and see how I too would have felt like, yeah, back up, you know what I'm saying? Like they coming through with us, my people, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so I think I'll leave it at that for now. Cause I'm getting a little amp. So <laughs> peace family. Peace. One of the things that stood out to me was the way that brother Abdul Malik talked about going amongst them and not judging them, playing dominoes with them. Um, getting a haircut, and as he's, you know, he's cutting his head, he's putting something in his head. You know, all of us have our way of doing it, but ultimately, it's, it's humility. 
if you see yourself as so much, you 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 so better. You're, you're too much. You won't even think to do things like that. You know, just be amongst them, even if it's just playing basketball, even if it's just maybe shooting pool, even if it's just being there, your presence. Because ultimately, our aim and our purpose is to bring the 40 plus million to the Lamb of God. Right. So if we're not comfortable if we don't, you know, we I don't know about, you know, doing all that. You know what I mean? It's like, bro, this is our people. You know, this is our people. When we go to the projects, you know, we hit some of these apartments. These ain't no luxury apartments. You know, these ain't no super clean apartments. Um, But our people there, you know, God is there because God is at the essence of them. So we just have to remember, man, as we grow and as Allah bless us, don't forget, one, where we came from. And then, two, don't forget our mission. Don't forget our mission is 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 to is to reach them um, and 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 strive to be an example for them because yes the word is gonna help but honestly you'll be surprised how many of them already got the word you'll be surprised how some of them may have grew up and know the lessons better than you they may know the student enrollment better than us you see what I'm saying so what they need is next is okay now I need to find somebody who. Who's striving to live it? Who's an example of it? Who got some results from it? That's that's the thing. And if they never, if if they never can be around you because you're too clean, quote quotations, we too clean. Um, then we that we'll never be able to put that clean glass next to them. Donald Balaj Muhammad said we never had to condemn a dirty glass. Just put a clean one. Next to it. So we just had to be willing. Um, to, when Master Father Muhammad came, he went door to door. Didn't And one of the books I read, they, they, they had pork in the house. He didn't say, oh, mm-mm. Y'all eat pork in here? He went out and he went out and sat down with him. Ate with him. Educated him. If we know other people judging him. If we know our, our, our people are judging us no matter what they do. Um, who gon who gon who gonna rise above that and say, hey man, I know you got your pants sagging, brother, but let me let me pull your mind up so you'll pull that which is on your behind up. Because they judging people who who do pretty good. Sure, there's people out here that's doing pretty good work. They they trying to find ways to condemn them. So you know what they think about those who in the hood. You know what they think about those who ain't who ain't even there yet. So who's going to sacrifice and say, we'll do it. We'll, we'll, we'll love on them. You know what I mean? We'll, we, it ain't that you got to stay there all day. It ain't that you, oh, I got to move down. No, no, no. It's just the fact that you, you willing to, you willing to be there to be an example. So brother, brother Tony at that time wouldn't have been able to create those relationships and build those bonds and build the love now that they have for the minister because they seen the work of one of his students. Wouldn't have been able to do that if he was too clean. And, oh, I ain't finna go down there with them. Mm-mm. So just, 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 just a friendly reminder of who we are and what Allah has blessed us with. Don't, don't, don't come into this man and let Allah bless us with all this knowledge. He grow us and bless our lives 
And then we think we too good to go back to what we used to be, shoot, when we was five, six, seven, eight. You know what I mean? Shoot, you, we was just in that condition. We were just eating beanie weenies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we would just open up that can. You know what I mean? You you lift that lid up just a little bit and you let that and you let that juice drain up out of it. Come on now. Don't don't act like you've been we've been eating bean soup all our life. Don't act like we've been eating greens and eating grass and we only eat stuff from the tree. No, come on now. That was just us. Lighting that candle. Ha, light that candle, light salt. That's okay. Put them candles all up. You still good. You know, water off. You know, it's cold in the mud, but you still showering up. Come on, man. Syrup sandwiches. Come on now. You put that, you put that ham on your bread. Ah, put that ham on there. You put the cheese on there. Now I'm finna take you to a step. Maybe none of y'all don't know nothing about. Put them barbecue chips on top of the sandwich. Mash that bread on there. Ah, you got your nice little crunchy sound. Come on, don't act like y'all wasn't just doing this a couple years ago. Now you don't want to go back and deal with your people who are in that condition. Come on now. Come on, y'all remember them days? Well, maybe y'all don't know nothing about them barbecue chip, boy. That barbecue chip sound was good, boy. You put that barbecue chip on there, ah, you mash it together. So come on now, y'all don't. See, don't act like y'all been living, eating your full three-course, four-course meal all your life. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right, let's, let's move forward. I see your brother Elijah. For our, come on, brother Elijah. Come on. Tell him, brother. Tell her you wouldn't be like that all your life. You wasn't that swole. You started off and you had to get up on there, and it took time. Over time, you got where you is, man. Shoot. Yeah. Come on now. She talking about you was a little rascal, wasn't you, babe? See, babe, see, 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 it's some stuff she don't know. See, she think, oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Come on, I know what it's like a little bit. I know what it's like a little bit. Let's go to Sister Brianna. <laughs> We can't hear you. You're coming in faint. Yeah, oh no. There you go. There you go. I hear you now. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm so happy to be with you guys. It's been so long. I was in medical classes, so you know they was taking up all my time. But I'm glad to be with the fine folks. And you right in my mind, because that's exactly what I was gonna bring up, where he said, um, we F with you. Oh, y'all been here too long. Man, we cannot do that. This is something I said uh, months ago. I used to pass by, I live in Chicago now, but I used to pass by people in New York on the corner. They always played dice, been there for years. I used to be like these men. But and then as I'm in the teachings, been in here, I had to remember, I used to spend with them every now and then, you know, I'd be like, what's up, my guy, right? <laughs> now I look at them like, how can I help? How can I bring some FOI with the final call, right? Like, if we're not here to help our people, then who is, right? The um, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said he's here to get all of us, not just the 144,000, all of us. And that takes all of us to do. So we all have to play our part and, and just remember that we can't look down on where, where we used to be. So I'm gonna leave it at that because you done said you done said it all. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it there. And and the last thing is I didn't even know that that happened after Nipsey died. Like that just also shows that if, if us doing the work that we do here in the nation, if a bunch of us didn't even know, imagine out there. Because of course they didn't put this in the media. It is our job to say, look, we are trying. Look, we are doing things. And People are coming together. 
So that's all we got. It's amazing to be back. <laughs> Praise be to Allah. Yes, ma'am. Um, yeah, we missed that. Ah, ha, 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 before you get to before you get to speaking, everybody, we ain't heard that laugh in a minute. Somebody said on my Instagram, let's talk about why homosexuality is taking over the black community and abuse of women. Now T D Jace is involved and they say Freddie Haynes is in the gay family. How can we stop this? Well, the first thing we need to stop is moving on something that we don't got actual facts on. That's the first thing I think we should stop. Um, because all every comment I keep seeing is they say, they say, I didn't hear nobody say, I seen, I seen, damn, why we can't just be, just wait and see, let the actual facts come out before we start to spread something that's so damaging to somebody's image. Even if they not in the our religion, I wouldn't care if they Baptist, I wouldn't care if they Buddhist, I wouldn't care... Man, can we wait and, and, and stop letting TikTok videos and Instagram videos got us spreading stuff? Now, it may, we don't know if it's true or not, but man, why we spread stuff as if it's actual facts when we don't have the facts? An accusation. Let me give us the definition of accusation. I mean, this happening to everybody this year. You got Tyree. You got, I mean, my goodness. Tyree shouldn't have to come on there and show y'all all these pictures of him wearing the same type of garment. Uh, and I don't know, I might be saying this wrong. The men dress, what, you know, the, not men dress, men uh, attire in that culture. Um, he shouldn't have to do that. We should all, man, try to, we should already settle on the best part. Man, that ain't no, damn, man, that brother ain't where. He shouldn't have to come show y'all all them pictures. Look, this is what an accusation is. A charge or claim that someone has done, hold on, no, no, hold on. That's, that's not what I meant to say. Not accusation, allegedly. Because this is what the YouTube videos do. If y'all listen to what they saying on TikTok and YouTube, they always say this word. Maybe y'all don't catch it. They always say, allegedly. This is what allegedly means. A claim or assertion that someone has done something illegal or wrong, typically one made without proof. Without proof. So, man, listen, have a lot of stuff happen in the industry. Yeah. Have a lot of stuff happen in churches and my, all type of stuff. Yeah. But, man, can we just wait and stop spreading stuff that we heard somebody, they say it? Because it's going to make come a time when you, when they say it's something about you and you finna be mad. Damn, how y'all going to believe this and y'all don't even know yet? So let's not do that to other people. Let's wait. If they got to go to court, okay, let it, let it determine in court. Although we know everything that happens in court don't mean it's all the way true. We got several people who's in prison and they didn't do nothing. So that's the whole, so we don't know is all I'm saying. So, no, I'm not finna engage in uh, that and, and, and we don't have no actual have no actual facts because of what they said. You know how much stuff they said about the minister? Do we know how much stuff they said about the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan? Do we know how much stuff they, they said about the Honorable Elijah Muhammad? Do we know how much they said about Master Father Muhammad? And look at how all of our lives have been grown. We growing, we progressing, we coming alive again because of those three men. But you know how much back in the back in the day stuff they said and still saying right now about the minister? He did this. He's a this. He's a bigot. He's a misogynist. He this. He. I, I mean, what they said that the minister was about women. You know, they said the same thing about him, sister. 
And do you know how many lectures the minister have trying to wake us up about the value of the woman? We ain't, I mean, we get, we, we trying to get it together, but you know how much he done gave us about treating the black woman right, striving to be better. You all, we you overcome, you know how many lectures he got, but then they'll still put in the news, this stuff. Come on, man. So no, I'm not going off of what they said because they be lying. Yeah, they be lying like a mug. So let's stop that, man. Let's stop that. The first thing we need to start stop doing is when we hear something, spread it as if it's true. Spread as as if. Do we know if we study the the the, the Cointel Pro? In Cointel Pro, that was a part of that was a part of their tactics. False articles. Like go look at your Cointel Pro. False articles. Because what they want to do is, and I'm not saying that's the case here. I'm just saying that we need to stop this as a principle because when somebody really ain't doing it, you are spreading even for those who 100% ain't did nothing. So in the article, they would they would put out stuff falsely so that they can destroy your love. We just seen, we just talked about this with the minister with the crucifixion of Michael Jackson now. To destroy the love that you have for this person And then it also would destroy the idea coming from that person Now everything of good that they have done Us, because we Negroes If we ain't developed yet We'll throw everything that they done away Oh, we'll throw all of it away Because that's just how we is We find somebody, ooh, somebody finally did something worse than what I'm doing That don't nobody know nothing about See, what we won't do, we won't type We won't type about, we won't type everything online that we done done Oh, we gonna keep that all mm -mm, Boy, don't say nothing about that I bet you won't make five I bet we won't make five posts today about our sins Come on, post, post our picture Post a picture of you, selfie Look here go five of my sins for the last year. So damn, if you know you wouldn't do that, why you why you why are we so quick to put out somebody saying that we don't that we don't even know if it's sin or not? So just relax on that, family. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff we gotta stop. But let's make sure it's it's happening first. Let's let's have facts that is happening first before we start naming people. Now the act, yes, the minister said this. The minister says, when you are, he said, never. Let it become personal. Go after their program. You know, you can go after the idea, but, but never let it become personal. Right? So listen, man, if you don't, if, now the idea of what's happening, killing and, and doing this and abuse, the idea, yeah, but don't put no, start, don't, don't start naming folks that we don't even have no, that's wrong. Uh-uh, that's not, no, that's wrong. So don't do that. Don't do that, family. Cause you know you got we got some stuff you did two, 36 days ago that don't nobody know nothing about it. That you yeah you ain't you ain't you ain't live streaming going YouTube on that. <laughs> That's all man. So don't do that. Um and I yeah let's go to Sister Shireen. Sister Shireen yeah thirty now nah, thirty six <laughs> minutes ago <laughs> ain't it shoot. <laughs> Assalamualaikum. I knew you was gonna call me after you made me laugh. <laughs> um so. If we are truly striving to um, be in one accord with Allah and the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and, and Minister Farrakhan, then when we speak in that moment, it has significance. But in the moments to come, it will even it will have even more significance and relevance. And that's what we are witnessing with Brother Abdul Malik. 
Um, and forgive me, yesterday I, I called him Brother Tony. Um, but when he spoke those all those years ago, well, it wasn't that long, but when he spoke, we can see how Satan went to work to undo the impact that he was having. So look at how the music changed even more. Now, when Nipsey passed, everybody was bumping his music, but then look at the music that came after him. And then look at um, the imagery of some of the rap artists, how they aligned themselves with different you know, people in the industry that's not consistent with the what they said they was about. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't want to really call names because you just spoke on what we did 36 minutes ago, but um, the industry had to pull them in deeper into their muck and mire and how, however they extort them and take pictures and say, if you do this, then I'm going to put this out. If you say something favorable about the minister, then this is what I'm going to do. Um, <clears throat> and then look at the beefs that's coming up with the black community and the Latino community with this whole immigration thing. Now, brother Abdul Malik was able to publicly acknowledge the, um, the bond that we have with our original family, whether they're from Latin America or Asia or Africa. And now you have this, this faction of black Americans who are adamantly against any type of unification of the original family. And they might be small in number, but their voices are, you know, popping up everywhere to contaminate what the minister is trying to do in terms of unifying us as a whole. So we just have to be on our post. Brother said, if we, if we real about this, then we got to be real about it and, and get out there. So now I'm going to be on the corner shooting dice because Sister Brianna was like, yo, I'm going to shoot some dice. No, I'm just kidding. But we do have to be more um, approachable and willing to engage with our people um, to the extent that it doesn't conflict with our, you know, faith and our religion. But that's it. Assalamu alaikum. Waalaikumsalam. Sister Yolanda. Assalamu alaikum, family, and happy Savior's Day. So, as we were listening to the uh, minister. Abdul Malik. I was sitting at one of my study stations and I came across a note from um, Savior's Day. I don't know who said it, where it came from, but it might have been an induction to Swan Song that the minister delivered. And I wrote, you can't be a champion without an opponent. Mm. You can't be a champion without an opponent. And that just keeps ringing in me as the minister was delivering his lecture and I look at how we are unrecognized champions to some following these teachings that we follow. And as we engage in these intimate study groups, how we are building ourselves 
to be champions and to be a champion in whatever aspects in our lives that that has the proper seating in place. So he spoke upon, spoke about our children see aspects of our hypocrisy. So leave them alone. And I've always communicated with my children since I came into the nation. I'm not going to force you. I'm not trying to force you. Nevertheless, Sister Yolanda, be a living example. And even if I make a mistake or I stumble in my walk, I'm willing to have a conversation with them about it. It's not no, oh yeah, I did do, oh, you know, we all make mistakes. You know how we try to cover it up and brush it off. No, ma'am. Let's have, let's have a conversation about it. And even with my youngest daughter, when I first joined the nation, she was in a private school and she would call me during her theology class with the teacher. And she's like trying to call the teacher out. And I'm like, oh my goodness. But nevertheless, I kept it far calm. No expression on my face. And, you know, I kept it real, even tone, just answering a question. And I asked, could we table this discussion at a later time? Because y'all are in the midst of class. But it's just interesting. All that I, um, even in my conversations and studying with her, she'll call me with her friends on the phone. They might be sitting around smoking. I have no idea. And especially with Christmas that just passed. Mom, can you please explain to them Christmas? Can you please explain to them how there is no Santa Claus and so on and so forth? And she'll show me a picture of a group, her peers, and she's sitting around and everybody's just like this. Like it's silence and they so in tune listening to what I'm saying. And she went through that for a little while. But Sister Yolanda had to get out of the way and she probably is still going through it. Because I just, I can't, that smoking this marijuana that they put out here, it's just, ugh. but nevertheless, I said, hey, you were just the channel used to birth her onto this earth realm. Allah has plans with her, for her. However she's delivering it, just pull back. Just trust in the seeds that you drop will be on fertile soil. And as you continue to water them, be patient. It's not about my way. It's the God's way. So that that stood out for me in that lecture. And then how he mentioned Sore 48 and Nipsey's last album, The Victory Lap. So that leads to me that I'm going to study Sore 48, The Victory, because I'm going to go back to you can't be a champion without an opponent. So let me go in this gym spawn on these power calls and in my study groups on Friday, which is today, and start my spawn. Because it's an opponent as soon as I walk out that door. 
soon as I hit my feet, hit the floor, the opponent right there waiting. Let me see what you're going to do today. I'm going to hit. I'm going to throw this at you. Let me throw this punch right here. How you going to handle it? You going to duck? You going to sway? You going to punch back? Like, how? what you going to do? How you going to carry it, sister Lon? I'm going to carry it with the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad delivering to us through the Honorable Minister Farrakhan. Because this, this battle out here is real. But I'm going to remain a champion. I'm not going to let it give me no matter what the circumstances look like for me. And it, this, this, life is real. As Reverend Wesley said some time before, life be life. But when life presents itself, how you going to carry it? I saw like <clears throat> well, like Salam, you know, and the good thing about that, that fight and that and that part about being a champion, uh, the 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 real fight is with ourselves. Like you said, when you step out that bed, the real fight is with ourselves. And you know, ultimately, you have a sparring partner, so that you're getting used to the punches, you're getting used to having an opponent. There's a reason why shadow boxing isn't enough. You got to have an opponent. That's going to do similar things that somebody, you know, you you, you got to get prepared for what you about to get into. And so we are if we focus on the inner me, which is the real enemy. Hold on. And catch that. If we focus on the inner me and not just always talking about what the enemy is doing. Once we get in control and, and conquer the inner me or the enemy within We'll be prepared for that enemy without because oftentimes the enemy without is always able to conquer me or conquer us because uh, there's a host on the inside. There's some type of weakness that I have. There's some type of vice that I have. And if I strive to overcome the vices and the weaknesses and there's no host that the outside can get access to then it's kind of hard for me to fall to the enemy. Matter of fact, I think in, uh, uh, what book is that? Um, the Restricted Laws of Our Success, it talks about charity and about, uh, it's either the Restricted Laws is Our Success or one of the study guys talks about charity and about how charity helps us with greed. Because if I practice charity and I practice giving that kind of minimizes the greed that I would have so that now nobody on the outside can kind of find or or attach to this greed that I have and use me for well I'm gonna give you this money or I'm gonna I'm gonna bait you with this well I don't have no greed like that to even for that even to be a trap for me so hopefully that makes sense but the, the, the first person or the first enemy that we have is ourselves. There's always an alternative thought that we have with ourselves. There's always this, this slinking devil, this whispering of the slinking devil from within ourselves. And if we can master that, we can master others. And sometimes if we be real, many of us be losing. We be lying to ourselves and then we get mad when somebody else lied to us. You just told yourself you was going to do something for the next X, Y, and Z days and you ain't did it. You just told yourself you was finna commit to this and you ain't did it. You ain't overcame something with yourself, but then you always mad at something external. You always mad at, you can't believe somebody else did something to you, but you literally do it more to yourself. Oh, you don't love me in this type of way. Do you love yourself like that? So self, self, self. If we can help self first, man. 
self first, conquer self first, we'll be okay. We'll be further than what we are. Now, there is a real enemy still on the outside. So I'm not saying that there's no enemy on the outside, but I think once we conquer the enemy within and we can and we can master the enemy within, you now have the power to master the enemy uh, without. Let's go to um, uh, let's go to Brother Prince Allen. Brother Prince Allen. All right, let's go to Sister Jemiah. A few things that stood out to me were um, things that his father planted as a little boy where Nipsey Hussle's father made them watch FOI sell the final call and pot, well, bean pies, and watch the brothers, brother soldiers stating that that's discipline. They, they started calling on the God when they were marching. Whose soldiers are we? Muhammad. And the class of God, when you call on the God, he will give you the strength you need to overcome any enemy. And Brother Wolf, I'm at, oh, <laughs> sorry, Brother Abdul Malik stated he would ask for forgiveness and apathy, the definition, lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern. Assalamualaikum. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. I don't know if I said this yesterday. I probably did. But I love how, yeah, I probably did say this. When the, when the, when the minister, this actually got brought up yesterday night. That's probably what's throwing me off. But uh, for those who weren't here yesterday, Minister Tony or Brother Abdul Malik said he used to go to the minister and try to tell him about the things that he uh, did wrong and the minister would say, are you done? Pretty much looking past that. And I was happy. We was happy. Uh, another student minister was telling me something similar that the minister does that, uh, does that as well. Um, and he said he would, you know, if he knew something, he said the minister would wink and then just teach on it, but he wouldn't be there to condemn. And, um, uh, Man, that's love, man. That's that's love. So it just makes me think about if the father is able to be like that, how should we be? How should we how should we be with each other? But then how should we be with ourselves? Whenever we're striving to be upright and we slip up or we not all the way the way we should be, we haven't reached our full potential. How do we treat ourselves? How do we keep ourselves down and down and down? Or do we say, hey, not that we ignoring it, not that we're giving ourselves an excuse, but are we understanding that we all in the evolutionary process of becoming a reflection of God, of becoming that which we say in, you know, uh, question number one, who is the original man, the Asiatic black man, the maker, the owner, the cream of the planet Earth, God of the universe. That is our nature and our potential or what we get into. But remember, we have been made other than ourselves. We have been grafted into them because we've been 
taught and trained by them and came up in their institutions in their way. So um, something that she said made me think about what what Minister uh, Abdul Malik said about the minister, how he would try to come and ask for forgiveness. The minister would just say, hey, man, are you done? So, hey, are we done with, with our stuff? Let's just fix it, overcome it, get better at it one day, one week at a time and move forward. Because as Brother E.T. said, today is the first day of the rest of our life. We can make the rest of our life the best of our life. And for those who are over there on, on Instagram, if y'all would like to tune in and join the Power Call online community, just uh, comment the word nation. Not on Facebook, not on YouTube. If you're watching this on Instagram, comment the word nation and we'll send you the link. Those of you all on Facebook and YouTube, you can go to www.thepowercall.net. You can create your online profile and we're here Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Central Time. Brother Max, brother Michael said, that's a fact. I needed to hear that, my brother. Good. I'm glad I brought it back up again. Is the Power Call community old? Are we old-minded and set in our ways? Come on, man. We knew. We knew and improved. We right down to the modern time, brother brother, uh, brother Marcus. You know this. No, we not old. Uh-uh. We can't be old. Go ahead, brother Maximus. You just made me think about Color Purple, man. Uh, that was a good movie, man. Everybody needs to go watch that movie. It was a pretty good movie. Okay, I'm off today, so I'm able to tune in a little. Um, what stood out to me um, was more about, you know, meeting a person where they are. And when I think about that is how important it is to study the methods and understanding the process of the teaching. Um, because, you know, sometimes and self improvement, because sometimes we could beat ourselves up. I know I beat myself up one time when I went through a process when I did some time over a year and um, I used to worry about what people would think of me coming out, you know, how can I, you know, um, start over or what life is going to be like having a record and this, this and that. And when I started working on myself, um, I stopped, I started blocking out the negativity and what people think. Um, and I started seeking my purpose. Um, and that was to service other people. And in that process, it's been very good because like I was telling one of the brothers after a uh, study group, I may get bored sometimes, but I'm never sad. And Understanding people and me and people where they at, helping with where I can help improve or adding value to a person's life by just listening, mm -hmm. how important that is. Um, and when you're listening, you can find out everybody has something good in them. And when you listen to a person and they could be talking negative and then you could just catch that little thing that stands out about them and bring it to their attention. Cause sometimes we have the answers, but we don't know how to organize our thoughts. Um, this brings so much pleasure. And as I'm took today off on my birthday, I was thinking, you know, what I'm going to do to start my year out and I'm starting my business as far as life coaching. And I took the day off from work to take that time to invest in myself and putting together my game plan. And um, thank you. And I, I just, uh, 
I'm just thankful because, you know, as I reflect on this day, you know, a lot of times as a kid, I was told I wasn't going to make it to see 20. And uh, now me hitting 41. Whew, it's a blessing. And I want to continue my process and the teachings and continue to help other people in my quest. And that's what I want to say. Awesome lake well, like Salam. Praise be to Allah. Yes, sir. Stay in that process. You said, I meet a man where you are. Hey, man. Clip God, clip God kicked in. I said, ah, the minister said that. Let's see where it is. I meet a man where he is. I don't condemn a man or woman where they are. That's not your job as a leader. The son does not condemn the filth that's in the water that's on the earth. Mm. The sun shines on it and raises it and purifies it as it raises it and then showers it back to you in rain. Golly. Boy, the minister know how to emphasize them words, don't it, boy? He said, I don't meet a man where he are. Hold on, he said, I, I, he said, uh, what'd he say? Man, the minister, I mean, if we mastered the way the minister emphasized them word, look. I meet a man where he is. I don't condemn a man or woman where they are. That's not your job as a leader. The son does not condemn the filth that's in the water that's on the earth. The sun shines on it. <laughs> the sun shines on it. <laughs> well, Menzo, I mean, y'all got to come see him, man. If y'all ain't registered for Savior's Day, nah, if y'all ain't registered for Savior's Day, www.noy.org, scroll down a little bit. I think it's going to be on your right-hand side. Make sure you go ahead and sign up for Savior's Day. Um, the minister will, inshallah, be speaking this February. Come check it out. Uh, man, this voice be roaring in person, man. You can feel the vibration, man. The shines on it. You really want to be there, man. That's where you get to see a lot of the believers, man. You get to hear everybody. Peace, but you just see all the love, man. This is a really good time. They got the vending there. A lot of black businesses. I remember a couple years ago, I got about. 10 suits for $25 each. I mean, they got you. It's the time you want to come, man. I mean, shoot, you get that's where you get your jewelry. You got your, you know, what I mean, it's a lot of good stuff there, man. So make sure y'all come to save his day, man. It's really a beautiful experience if you haven't, um, if you haven't been there before. Yeah, that's how y'all sound. And then, yeah, y'all yeah, y'all know how y'all be. And then walk off, boy, I ain't seeing that nigga. Y'all be, what's up, Malika? <laughs> boy, they be trying, boy, they be doing it, don't they, boy? Malika, what's up, Boy, that's us, boy. Let's go to, uh, oh, Brother Maximus had one more thing. Oh, man, I, I forgot about the two scriptures that came to mind when we were talking about enemy and stuff was Matthew 6 and 24 no man can serve two masters for either we will hate the one and love the other and I remember the minister speaking on by nature we all have an enemy um 
And then one other one that stood out was um, when I was talking about having comprehensive knowledge, knowledge was Sarah, Sarah 18, when Moses was traveling in search of knowledge of a wise man, he had asked the wise man, can I walk with you? The wise man says, no, go on and do what you've been doing. But I want to walk with you, but you don't have patience with me because you don't have a comprehensive knowledge. When you don't have a comprehensive knowledge, you see the end product before it comes to existence. You know, patience is very important when you're servicing the people um, and knowing what you're speaking of so that you could gain their confidence and go back to meeting them where they are. So that's what I missed when I was on before. That's it. Yes, sir. Thank you for sharing. All right, let's go to Brother Wesley. Assalamu alaikum. Malik Salam. I'm I'm definitely glad I'll praise due to a lot. You brought that up, Brother Maximus, because that's one of the things that, that stood out to me as well. Just in that conversation about our people. Um, one of the things that the minister has said as well is that you know, our, our people don't care about how much we know, they want to know how much we care. So we can have all of this knowledge and we we've given an invincible truth and we want to defend that truth, we want to stand on that truth, but it's about reaching the people, it's about the people first. And if we're not conscious of what we're doing, we could be saying words that's gonna cause more damage than it, there is um help that we're trying to provide to them. And and what else stood out to me, which is very his home so much personal is when when um Brother Student Minister Abdul Malik was saying, uh Mal, excuse me, was saying that his son, you know, son with, with uh Nipsey Hustle, may Allah be pleased with him. And you know, he sees it. That's why he's so high and all these other things. And and he said, don't worry about your child. If you you has a, uh, the minister told him that you have enough Islam in him. And I think about that for myself because I, I was a brother that was, yeah, I was all day, you know, wake up in the morning, go to bed. That's, that's what I was doing. You know what I mean? But you don't realize, and I'm speaking more so from um, a child to a parent, my father may not have realized that his example was what I needed to see that consistency over time that, that this is possible to be done. And like I said, it took me years to really come to this uh, fullness of my reality of who I should be and who I know I should be as well. But just knowing that if you be patient with your child, that regardless of where they're at right now, which Proverbs 22, 6, train up the child in which the way that they should go. And so that is, let me read it verbatim, train up the child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. So though our children may be at a stage right now that we may not be the most pleased with, we have to be keeping refuge and seeking refuge in a lot that we've done our best and continue to keep that example and continue to provide a clear explanation. That sister Yolanda was bringing out when they, when questions are asked, I would ask my father questions all the time. He never asked me, he never answered my questions with saying, well, brother, you know, you should be doing this and you know, you shouldn't be doing that. No, he answered my question and encouraged me. And, and again, his example was something that I could look to versus me just saying, okay, what was me? I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I can know that there's light at the other end of the tunnel. So we just want to be careful. And what I'm saying that I want to be careful as well, even going out with our people, I want to be careful with the words that I'm using, because if I'm using the wrong language, if I'm not providing the right context of what I'm saying, I could be doing more damage in that I'm trying to help this person come in to understanding this truth. 
that if I if I don't use the right language, if I'm going off the hearsay, if I'm using the examples that in the world and using the media and things like that, if I'm not using the right language to be able to bring them into the teachings or bring them into the knowledge of themselves, then I'm ultimately just putting them further into the grave because I'm condemning them, which as we were speaking out as well about putting that clean glass next to the to the dirty glass is not to say, well, your glass is dirty. It's just let me just show you an example, provide a clear explanation on how to clean your glass up. And at that point, you'll make the decision on your own. So Exit. That's so personal for me because, like I said, I, I was I was deep in the grave, brother. I, I just strive to continue to improve. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm definitely proud of where I'm at right now. I know I got a long way to go, but it's just that you never want to discount where somebody is. You never want to judge somebody with what other people say or where they look like right now because you don't know what they had to overcome to get to where they are now. So, assalamualaikum. Waalaikumsalam. Praise be to Allah. Somebody said. Uh... Where do I start my eight-year-old son to learn from y'all? Um, I, I mean, I will first start, you know, take them to your local moms. You know, just kind of let them be around of it, be around the culture. You know, at that at that young, uh, impressionable age, you know, we, we learn from what we see. So just giving them around it, what I used to do and still do, as they on their way to sleep, put the minister on. What I did for, for uh, my daughter... Um, I would have the cartoons on, but the, I would have it on mute and the minister would actually be what's coming out of the TV. So I kind of was like tricking us psychologically, but uh, just, 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 you know, just be playing it around the house. You know, the minister's lectures, like you'll be surprised, man. My son say some stuff sometime. I'm like, man, this is amazing. You know, he'll say stuff like, man, uh, uh, about growing food. He'll say stuff about building our own homes, doing for sale. Like, it's just amazing, man, the stuff that he said, even at such a young age. Um, and it just they, they just naturally pick it up because it's just a part of their world. So the same way we learn English, you know what I mean, through the child is looking and listening. They, they putting two and two together. That's how we learn to speak. So we just kind of, you learn it as a, as a mother and you start to you start changing your language and changing your ways. He'll naturally kind of kind of follow. Uh, and then, of course, when he's of age, you know, what I mean, he really got that understanding. You know, you know, study groups on Fridays. We reading a study guide together. You know, depending on how well he reads or what age. You know, what I mean, then as he gets older, you know, let him engage. Then really ask questions too. You know, ask certain questions to see where he is, what he thinks about that. We may be surprised how smart our children really already are. If we just ask them certain questions about certain thing, man, they got they got some brilliant answers, you know, that's already within them. And we know that education is really about drawing it out, not necessarily forcing something in. We are we are righteous really by nature. We born in sins shaped in iniquity. So a lot of time we have we are picking up on negative traits, but innately God has, you know, it's some it's some intelligence, you know, in us. And, and our nature is already uh uh a smart already so we just got to continue to feed on the smart and the god that's already already within them but that's what i would say and then you know let them listen in like sister randisha if they buy you hey man let them listen to the power call you know and i know they probably may be at school around this time but on maybe some breaks and stuff that they not at school let them tune in to the power call here and there maybe just ask them a few questions after what you think about when he said this you know and over time it forces the mind to think when you ask questions so that's what i would say um, brother Horace. I'm Lakin family. Well, Lakin Salam. One thing that stood out to me, and and it, and it was 
very refreshing to hear everything the minister said that the brother was speaking this morning was the work being done in the streets. I heard the messenger say on one of his lectures, he said, the best of my followers are in the street. And being one of those who always in the street, I mean, sometimes like I'd be out there with the paper. I try to be out there every day or doing some type of community service. Right. And our people could be so hurtful with their words and, and, the old me be in the back of my mind be like, shh, <laughs> turn that, that, that stupidity right back to him. But then the new me, that because it's always, like you said, it's it's a wall. It's a wall trying to get our people into changing their ways as well as me getting changed in my ways. And and I and I instantly go to thinking, how, like the minister. The minister is, is so compassionate, you know, to find God in everything. You say to find God in everybody, you know what I'm saying? No matter what condition we be in. Like here in New Orleans, man, we got a big old thing with these youngsters just killing and be killing. I watched one brother shoot another brother the other day on Instagram Live. And everybody in the comments was like, uh, like amazed, like this was some type of entertainment. And I'm like, nah, nah, this ain't cool. You see what I'm saying? But, and, and, and that's a fight in itself. But man, the work and the work for us, everything that that brother said this morning, him and them brothers was in Los Angeles doing the work in the streets. We got to continue to do the work in the streets as well as within ourselves. Because if we don't get right within, like I try to go to the mines. I don't miss no FYI classes. I'm never Wednesday. I'm trying to be there every Friday for the simple fact. Like when I feel like when somebody stab me with some harm for words or say something negative towards the minister, I go to the mines. I get healed up. The mines is the hospital for us. Is what Minister Willie tell us. That's right. It's the hospital for us. I go in there on a Wednesday. I get bandaged up. Come home. My wife uh, prays me a lot. She's an MGT. She got some bean soup. I look at that as my IV. I get that in me. Come Thursday, man. I'm ready to go back out into the world and trying to resurrect the mind of our people. But like I said, when the bro everything that brother said with, with brother Nipsey, all that work was done in the streets. Man, we got a bunch of us got to continue to do the work in the streets. Salam alaikum. Walaikum salam. Yes, sir. Praise be to Allah. Let's go to Sister Sister Farah. Yes, sir. Assalamu alaikum. Walaikum salam. So, I actually have uh, a comment on something Sister Yolanda said about um being that example for our children. Um, our children are little sponges. You know, they absorb every little thing they see. Um, as a seed, they're a blank canvas, um, worthless water, like scripture says. And I believe it is called, um, I believe that once it enters the womb, you know, the mind of the, the woman carrying that womb starts to imprint onto that child's mind. Like um, Dr. Minister Ava Muhammad um, was saying um, the other day in her lecture, um, you know, the child's mind being a blank canvas starts being colored by the mother's mind. Whatever negative thought, whatever positive thought um, becomes the child's. Um, what happens, you know, what happens when you put a white T-shirt in the laundry with, you know, colors? 
um, the colors bleed through and color that white shirt. That's kind of how, how I think of it. Um, you are who you hang around. So we have to be careful who we allow to enter our, our children's lives, which is part of what makes um, public school so dangerous uh, sometimes because you don't know what seeds are being planted into their mind by the teacher, by their peers, and you don't know who your child is talking to every day, who he hangs with and spends time with. He could be having lunch with the devil himself every day and you would never know, which is why it's important for us to be that, that clean glass. Whatever attributes you want to see in your child, you must first be that or have brothers and sisters around them that display that example. It really does take a village to raise children. You know, these things that they need that they'll never uh, get from just you or just the other parent. Um, but yeah, be be the change you want to see. Never condemn a dirty glass. Just put a clean glass next to it. Um, you have to be that clean glass if you want to see that. You know, you can't expect your child to be honest with you if you are telling them that Santa Claus came last night. And then they find out later that you was lying to them this whole time. Imagine what that does to them. You know, they can't trust you ever again. <laughs> they start to see you as a liar. Then you get mad at them when they lie. You know, they get punished when they are 100 percent truthful, when they learned it from watching you. Sometimes we forget that our children, they're watching our, our every move. You know, they start to see you as a hypocrite when you live other than what you speak to them about you tell them how to live but you aren't living that yourself you know in their in their head if you can't and if you can't stop smoking how come i can't i can't smoke you know if you couldn't do it what makes you think that i can and no one wants to follow or trust someone they know uh is a liar or they're not about what they talk about um you have to be honest with yourself and honest with your child and be that example in your actions not just your words and um, you have to put that on display for them. All right. Assalamualaikum. Walaikum salam. <clears throat> you know, that's actually one of the things that I love about the minister, how he talks about, man, I didn't, I didn't come up or fall out of heaven. I came out of hell just like you. And when he talks about, you know, uh, he said, you coming up in here? With your, uh, you know, your skirt up, your pastor can't have a sane thought. You know what I mean? So just how realistic he is. And this is why it's important to give all praise to Allah where, 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 where it should be placed in his hands. Because if you begin to think that it's you and you make the people think that it's you, when your flaw, which he said we all have, is exposed, now you are destroying the trust or you're destroying even their faith because they thought it was you. You wasn't pushing them to Allah. So when the minister is real about thoughts he's had, when the minister is real about things he's done, when the minister is real about, man, I turned hypocrite for a measure. I grew my hair out. I got guns. I had it in my way. So when he talks about that, when we go through our trial, we don't think that we're just so bad. And I can't believe, like, I can't you, I, you can't believe it. If it can happen to the minister, not that he is a 
to be used as an excuse now, but it's possible. You know, so he has gone through all the stages probably that we are going to go through. And as an example that we can bounce back from that and reach unreachable, not unreachable, but reach heights that haven't been reached before. So uh, I agree with that, man. You got to be real. Let them know that I am a human being. You are a human being and not just, I mean, you can look up to me. You know, because just because you got flaws don't mean you can't, you know, I can't look up to your dad or you can't look up to your mom. But being realistic in the mom and dad, remembering who is the real source of strength. Don't put all your faith in me. Put your faith in Allah. He's he's using me as an example. The good that I do, of course, all praise is due to him. So that if you ever if I ever fall off, if I ever, you know, what I mean, lose my faith, you don't lose yours. Because I've always reminded you and told you who the real source and what the real source of strength is. And it's not up as in up in the sky, but up here mentally in your mind, the the, the, the self-accusing spirit that's talking to you, that God consciousness, that word that you have on up high, you submit to that. And if you find me not submitting to that and what I'm telling you, you ain't got to listen to me. So that's a good point. That's a good point. Sister, uh, let's go to Sister Kava. Assalamu alaikum. Wow, what stand out for me we on this the parent thing? And I thought that that was very, very beautiful because it was about like the inner workings of what goes on. We're talking about the nation in the streets, but sometimes it starts even in our households. And it just made me to think of talking about dropping seeds. And sometimes we think just general in a relationship that you have to just, you know, we say we just keeping it real. We just be forward with everything. Whereas, you know, if you're doing farming, you can drop a seed. And we, we say a prayer. We seek refuge in Allah from the evil whisperings of the slinking devil who whispers into the hearts of men from among the jinn and the men. Mm. So a lot of times Satan is not all loud with it. He's coming into that inner thoughts and dropping seeds. So I always believe that Allah has whisperers too. And sometimes we don't have to bump heads and come straight forward and hit people over the head with stuff. We could just drop a seed, a whisper. You know, and just let it, you know, and just sit it there. And that person or that seed will germinate and grow in the right soil. And then the next thing you know, you look up and you see a beautiful fruit, the fruit of the labor, the fruit of the Islam that um, student minister Malik was dropping into his um, son that bore fruit that he didn't even know about. So I think that that just came to me about dropping seeds and not having to always be, you know, in your face with something. But just as, you know, um, Satan comes in a whisper or subtlety, we could drop seeds of Allah in a whisper or in a subtlety. And it reminds me also of when the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan was saying, you know, he would be at a table with the um the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, I'm paraphrasing, but the most honorable Elijah Muhammad may be, you know, teaching a lecture or speaking on something, and then he'll just turn to him and just drop a seed and say, okay, so, you know, you know, you know, I want a trumpet coming out like this. So, you know, just like something like this off topic and then just go back, you know? So I think that 
that was just very telling and you know how how we should drop seeds and i wanted to just use this example because i this is something that happened this week that reminded me of that and it was very very subtle the little things that happens that we don't look at but it's really affecting you know brothers and sisters so i had to honor um to invite a, a, a young brother out to the mosque and he accepted the invitation and came out and he listened and he actually accepted um but when i asked him i was just like okay brother what's your name and he was like travis and i was like okay brother travis and i just kept saying brother travis so then when he got into the mosque after he accepted all the, the brothers at FRI was saying, okay, Brother Travis, let's give it up for Brother Travis. And the next thing you know, as he was getting ready to sign, he just said, he said, like, he put his hand over his heart and he was just like, you know, oh, I have a brother in front of my name. And that just like made me melt. And because I didn't even think about it, you know, just, you know, that's just our way to say brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so. But that meant so much to that brother who happened to have been 19 years old to just to say, you know, oh, I have a brother in the front of my name. So I just wanted to share that about the subtleties and dropping seeds and us being, just being who we are and the striving to be a clean glass and how, how much of an effect that it has on our people. That was it. Wow. That's deep. Brother. Brother Travis X. Oh, he gonna love that X then. Oh, he gonna love when he get that X. Let's go to uh brother and Antone. Oh, and did you like did him. you ever clarify if it's Antone or Antoine? No, it's um it's Antone. Antone, okay. Yeah. Uh now what what um well, been on my mind is somebody uh, had asked you a question about uh, homosexuality being a dominant factor in our in the black community, and it uh, made me think about um, Dr. Wesley um, breaking down how the synagogue of Satan been experimenting with separating and bottling uh, testosterone and estrogen. And he showed a chart of how they've been studying to master this chemical science since the early 1900s. But if you could introduce um, chemicals in a male body, especially uh, high dosages of estrogen, you could just about make a, a man feel like it's a woman in him trying to break out. And vice versa. If you uh, introduce high dosages of testosterone in a woman, you can make her feel like it's a man inside of her that want to come out. So we got to remember that not only is it a mental warfare that we up against, they got a chemical and biological warfare going on with us, too. And that's why the most honorable Elijah Muhammad said we got to get our mouth out the enemy kitchen, stop eating their food. Because a lot of this stuff they introducing to us through the food and through the drinks. And we now realizing, you know, how all of a sudden it's a wave in our community that the girls want to be boys and the boys want to be girls. They playing with that testosterone and estrogen that they've been mastering 
on how to get it in a form where they could just have a bottle of estrogen sitting right here and a bottle of testosterone and they dump it into us. And on top of the fact that these youngsters is messing with, they popping pills. They using, you know, all this exotic drugs that the enemy putting on the market. And they putting this stuff in the drugs. The youngsters taking these drugs, not realizing what's in them, but they got a commercial where it speak about a person taking a pill every day. And then the commercial would say, if you start to develop breasts, then uh, consult your physician. So that kind of show you that they're able to put high dosages of estrogen in a pill. So where you taking this pill consistently, it'll start to mess with your biological makeup. So, you know, we, we really got to, you know, get on our growing our own food and all that because they attacking us from all angles. As-salamu alaykum. Wa alaykum Indeed. Uh, what is the book called again? Um, War. What is the, uh, what's that book called? Um, yeah, the pot plot, but there's another one, the blue book. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I have it. Uh, the assault on masculinity. Yeah, yeah, that one. The assault on masculinity and black boys, I believe. So yeah, that that book he goes into it. Then I think the the pop plot book is a green book, green and white. Yeah, those are two books that goes into the science of the weed, uh, the marijuana, uh, and uh, how it tampers with the testosterone, that uh, the HTC, etc. So if y'all want to learn the science of that. Um, and then there was a lot of people, of course, that came out against him when he first was talking about that. And then, of course, when white scientists started coming out and saying, confirming uh, what he was saying, then, you know, obviously nobody had nothing to say then. But, yeah, go check out those uh, those two books if you want to know the science of it. And they thick books. Y'all know how Dr. Wesley is. He's real thorough, hundreds of footnotes. So, um, yeah. And then we have Sister Shireen. Assalamu alaikum. Um, listening to um brother Wesley and um sister Kava and, and everybody was talking about the parenting part. I bear witness that um when I was going through challenges, I fell back from the mosque. And and when I fell back from the mosque, then Satan creeps back in and that time that I was away that was time that my son wasn't in the process with me you know so I know the brother yesterday was talking about the difficulty in um being in the mosque sometimes and I know there's people that's listening that may have fallen out or thinking about falling out but Think about that sacrifice that you're making with the children when when they're not around the believers, when they're not hearing the word consistently, when they're not um, going through their own difficulty factors in trying to be a righteous Muslim. And even though we, you know, Many of us, when we fall out, we don't lose our love for the teachings. We don't lose our love for the minister. 
And, and we think that that's enough to sustain us. But the process is what Master Farah Muhammad ordained. And so when we fall away from that process, not just hearing the minister, but actually doing the work and, and going through the ups and downs of dealing with unpleasant, you know, leadership or whatever, whatever the challenge is, don't make the mistake and give up on the process. And no matter how justified you might feel in the moment, you know, of what has been done to you, you know, seek wise counsel, seek assistance through patience and prayer, but don't abort the mission because it it will adversely affect your family down the line. And that's what um, Brother Abdul Malik was talking about, the hypocrisy that our children witness, you know. So now I have returned. I've been active for several years, but I don't have that magnetism yet to pull my son back. And that's what I am earnestly seeking. And I just heard Sister Kava. And she said a lot of whispers too. So I got to stop having a big mouth sometimes and just got to whisper or just stay silent and just, just be easy, you know, and, and um, just have faith that a lot hurt my earnest and sincere prayer and apology because knowing that I pushed my baby out, that's a hard pill. That's a hard pill. So don't abort the mission. That's it. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. Have you uh, ever invited him to come on a power call? I have. And he he literally yesterday, he heard some of it. Um, he's visiting with me. And um, I had him helping me bag up some beans from my staple goods order. And so he's heard it, but he's also dealing with that chemical assault, you know, if you know what I mean, of the um what what brother was just discussing. And um, you know, it's sometimes it's hard when I'm playing the minister and the minister will bring it up and he don't stay on it, but just feeling like that that lifestyle is not acceptable. That's the that's the challenge, you know. So, so when you invited him to come on the power call, what does he say? No, thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. He he says no, thank you. But he's heard he's heard it because I play it, you know. And um, but actually participated. I'll 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 extend a personal invitation again on your behalf. Um. Uh, Tuesday, we're not gonna have it one Monday, right? What's Monday? Oh, maybe I don't know. New Year's Day. Is I, I gotta remember we can't be in the enemy's way of um performing, but it is on Monday, huh? Yeah, uh, I know a lot of people are gonna be up late at night that Monday, so I don't know. If we we probably not gonna do it that Monday for, cause we're going to have low numbers. 
Uh, yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, tell him. Uh, tell him. I tell him I would like for him to come on the power call on Tuesday if he don't mind. That'll be cool. Yes, sir. Yeah, and he's he's twenty seven, so he's you know twenty six, twenty seven in that age range. And yeah, we might invite um, Brother Coach Khan to, to to deliver a, a nice message on Tuesday. We we'll, we'll see if we can get Brother Coach Khan to, to deliver something that'll be relatable. On Tuesday. Mm. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Thank let's you. go to um, who is next? Uh, Brother Tony. Assalamu alaikum, family. Well, like salam. Yes, sir. Praise be to First of all, I'd like to thank you and all the guests for having this call. And there's a lot of stuff coming on my mind. The brother from New Orleans talking about the streets. Sisters talking about the children uh, and all of the things that were going on with Nippy Jones. And it just brought to my mind how Nippy Jones is and was doing a good work, right? And as he's doing that good work, the enemy is always watching. So every time we're trying to build something, the enemy is always trying to turn something down. And you spoke about the enemy and the enemy, right? And most times and all times what we don't understand is we jump in other people's lanes. My sister was talking about earlier leaving the mosque. But we look at the mosque, and I'm part of Muhammad Mosque number 48 in Dallas, Texas, 2429 Martin Luther King. We look at the mosque as a building. Come on. If we listen to our teacher, the most honorable minister Louis Farrakhan, he say, man, mosque ain't no building. The mosque is 24,896,000 square miles in circumference and 7,926 miles in diameter. That's the planet Earth. So the brothers say we got to stay in the streets. The messenger said, my best followers are what? In the streets. Well, where are the streets at? See, all of this is dealing with a mentality. And when we understand the mentality and we follow the minister, don't worry about nobody else. Keep your eye on the prize. Follow the minister, right? And work your ministry, right? Represent the sovereignty, which is Allah God, right? We say all praise is due to Allah, not all praise is due to the most honorable Muhammad or Minister Farrakhan. Minister Farrakhan said, you worship me, I'm going to make you sick. That's I'm going right. to make you mad. Because I'm not the one to be worshipped. You worship Allah and Allah alone. Do we worship? But we do say, all praise is due to Allah. Fuck the most honorable Muhammad. Fuck Farrakhan, right? So in closing, I just want to share this with us. Keep the mindset on the ministry. Everywhere we go, people want to know who we are and what we stand for. So wherever you go, you ain't got to put on no suit. You ain't got to put on no bow tie. Just drop seeds. How do you drop a seed? How you doing, brother? See, when I work with sisters, right, I first thing come out of my mouth is sister. The most I'm like, mama came to make us family. So I'm going to call the sister, sister. So don't even think that I'm trying to get at you. Because that's how we think. But we're in a rotten, right, in a forbidden uh, society. So in closing, man, once again, thank you, brother. Man. Keep doing what you're doing because it's helping me. And, and it's a, a lot of times I want to leave the mosque, but I can't leave the mosque. Why? Because the whole planet is the mosque. I am the mosque, right? But I leave Negroes alone. They get in your way to be hating on what you're doing. Hating because you're doing something that they can't do or they want to do. And they always try to find fault in you, but they don't look in the mirror at themselves. So start with the man in the mirror. Start with the sister in the mirror. And I greet you in every word of peace spoken by the righteous. As-salamu alaykum. Keep working, bro. And keep doing what you're doing, bro, man. Don't let nobody stop you. Keep doing what you're doing, because I can't expect you to do it my way. You feel me? All I'm going to do is show you how I did it back then, 
right? Used to be no mag honey, and then I'm gonna drop something on you. You use the way that you use it, and Allah bless you. And that goes for everybody. Salam alaikum, family. Well, like salam. Yeah, that's a good brother right there. That brother gave me some CDs, man. Some I ain't never heard before. And look at how Allah works. When he gave me the CDs, I had a car that, and I ain't, you know, I don't have no CD player. <laughs> so I'm like, man, he gave me these lectures and I ain't got it. So I, you know, I had the Corvette and I was like, man, I'm seeing too many people with the Corvette. So I found another car that I liked and this car happened to have a CD player. <laughs> so I was finally able to listen to the CDs that he gave me from the minister. And it was right on time, man. Great, great lecture. About a five-hour lecture the minister had, man. And he was talking about building the study groups. I mean, it was dope. And matter of fact, I think in this, I think in this, the minister was particularly talking about how to build the study groups and how to how to move around and build it up because. And, and, and using the homes and things of that nature because the mosque, everybody, you know, if if everybody in the city can't, it wouldn't be no room. So we have to make, the mosque has to be made into the, 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 the ceiling has to be the sky. The ground of the mosque got to literally be the ground. Every, we have to make our, our, our world the mosque because it wouldn't be no room. Wouldn't be no room if a thousand people wanted to come this Sunday. Will we really have room? No. So we have to, like, like, like he said, and uh, you know, we have to become shoot that mod. We gotta make you. We gotta make everywhere we go uh, the mod. We gotta make everywhere we go a place of peace. We gotta make everywhere we go a birthplace where there are birthing Jesuses. That's what. That's why it's called Mas Mariam. We got to birth Jesus from that place, from that word, from that mind. And so we can do that without being in a physical, you know, building. We can do that in the garage. Shoot, we can do that in the car. You know what I'm saying? And matter of fact, I know some sisters, I mean, some brothers, uh, Sister Shireen, that said that they used to listen to the minister <laughs> while smoking weed. <laughs> Brother said, I used to light it up, <sighs> sitting there, <sighs> what a minister teaching, boy. <laughs> Hey, hey, man, you got, that's where you is in your development. But they still getting that word, getting that word. And we'll be, you, we'll, we'll be surprised. Listen, man, we righteous by nature. Wicked only by circumstance. I believe, you know, all times, some stuff we are denied don't mean that we denying the truth. We know the truth. We may, we may wait, we may want to really tune in, but there may be a reason, some other reason we have to discover why. But uh, sometimes they listening. Even if they don't want to listen, they listening in their mind. They saying, that's right. I know that's right. Because <laughs> once your spirit, it's your spirit. Once, once your spirit here, it can't deny it. The self-accusing spirit from within can't deny the truth. It can't. It got to say, man, I know damn well that's right. Now, externally, I want to still be a Negro. I still want to do me. I ain't trying to listen. But internally, I'm hearing it. Damn, yeah, that's right. That's right. And then we may find that when we get in certain situations, that lecture comes right back up to our mind, and we end up making the right decision. The minister is an example of that. I mean, we, we know about Brother Joshua and his children. Brother Joshua has been vocal and talked about this on, on, study, on, on, on podcasts. You know what I mean? So let that be also uh, an example. I'm pretty sure it was painful for the minister, but he kept on moving. And, you know, Allah, you know, Allah has, uh, you know, 
Brother Joshua, man, I'm going to say this. Some, you know, many of us know his story through him telling it. When I hear his interviews, it's so impactful and faith building because of what he went through. Maybe if he was so perfect and, oh, my father's the minister, I made no mistakes, I'm just crystal clean, maybe some of the things he said wouldn't have uh, stuck so hard if he did not go through what he went through. But being that he went through and Allah permitted him to go through what he went through and for him to overcome it, his, his message, I'm sure, is going to reach a certain type of brother that maybe somebody who got this clean record, so-called, wouldn't be able to reach. Telling you, man. Because like I said the other day, he called me and shared some stuff with me uh, right before he passed, man. It was divine, man. I ain't, we ain't never talked before. Literally, that was deep. We probably talked two or three times because he called me maybe twice after that. Uh, to, in total, as long as I've been in the nation, that was our first time speaking, and he shared that with me. But it was right on time. So like through trials that people go through, it's, it's a faith builder for somebody else. It's a faith builder for somebody else. Even I'm pretty sure when we hear Brother Wesley, somebody listen to this saying, damn, Brother Wesley, look at Brother Wesley. He used to smoke weed in the morning. And then when he go to sleep, wow. But we see him now. Oh, man, we, we have seen him from the power call having her. Oh, damn, he done cut. I know what that means. He cut his, uh-oh, he done shade. Uh-oh, look at him. Uh, we seen him grow. And it's amazing because we can go from the first, the first, when we first seen him to now he's talking, he's leading power. I mean, it's like, whoa. That is, the, the fact that he went through that is going to be an example for somebody else who also going through that. So Allah got his hands where he want his hand. Man, Allah got an active and a permissive way. And that's what I remind myself of. When things is going the way I don't want it to go, man, I don't want it to be like this. Oh, I hate this. Oh, I wish it was another way. Oh, I can't believe something happening again. Then something happened. I say, man, hey, but at the end of the day, Allah got an active and a permissive will. And a Muslim is one who submits. Now, it's not easy. Now, I'm not saying this. It's easy to say for sure. But a Muslim is one who submits their will to do the will of God. So if it's in God's active or permissive will for certain things to happen, I have to submit to that and say, okay, what, what lesson can I get out of it? What's going to come out of this on the other side? And if we just be patient, man, beautiful things is really being made and it's going to come on the other side. And some, I'm pretty sure some people... They may hear me and say, ah, oh, okay. But when they hear Brother Wesley, when they know his story, they may say, but when he's saying it, oh, man, I connect with it because I can relate to that. I was in that same position. I was thinking the same way. And Brother Wesley inspires me. There was another brother on here. I, forgot, I, I, I can't think of his name right now. When he put that in the telegram, he dumped that weed, he flushed the weed, he threw with it. Man, I'm pretty sure that liberated somebody else. Who smoke weed too? They say, oh man, if that brother got the strength to do that, oh shoot. So man, shoot, let a lot, let a lot do it. Brother Jay. Yeah, brother Jay. Man, let a lot do his thing. Man, he gon' he gonna be all right, like the minister said. Let's go. Who uh who next, brother Wes? I think we had one more name. Had one more name, I think. Brother, uh, brother Daniel. Yes, sir. That's why the power cause is so powerful because there's always a uh, 
internal dialogue that goes on around what we're discussing. Um, when I think about the brother when he said that the minister, the mosque is the whole earth, the study guys popped up in my mind, and the minister said the mosque represents security. And he said that in that study guy, he said that when we leave the mosque, any of us, he said it's really based on I don't want to struggle no more with self. He said, whatever reason we give, it has something to do with a self-struggle. And I remember when I was in that condition, I I wasn't around a mosque physically. But in my dark period, I kept praying, listening to the minister, reading the Holy Quran, and reading the study guides. In that time, what was happening was the words were doing more spanking and cleaning because <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> submitting. But if I would have let that go, I don't even think I would have been able to come back. So it makes me think about how in the night the moon reflects the sun, mm. but the moon ripens the crops in the night. So we have to stay in that struggle. Every God's what's going on, we don't never want to separate ourselves from the messiahs, the word, the prayer. But this becomes a strength until we get back around the believers who carry the light and get in that physical house where the light should be. At some point, we may not even be able to go to the mosque. What do we do then? Mm. So, you know, that's real. We know, we know that day is coming. He said, try to keep four open, at least. So we 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 have to get to the point now where we get beyond just don't don't mean go leave your mosque and be clear. But we have to develop the example as being spoken about, where we really try to be that example so that we can minimize the children looking at any hypocrisy. If the dark side of the moon ain't showing, I don't want my children seeing that. <laughs> you know, we have to do that. To aid the children, but the minister also did say that our children are dealing with forces that we didn't have to contend with. The youth is being all outright assaulted on every level. And it reminds me of the COINTEL because they're looking for the rise of the Messiah. If we think that just means the minister, he's putting the word in the youth, the Joshua generation. So they're looking for the rise of the seed of the Messiah, so they gotta go after the seed and do everything they can to destroy our children. So we definitely gonna have to be patient. We definitely gonna have to strive to be the best example, but also what comes to my mind, I mean, Brother Ben spoke about he don't really have a strong, strong connection with his blood relatives, but he got a, he's developing a strong connection with the children of the father. So sometime, great sister, we might have to maybe find some other young men that we have influence over and get them to the mosque. Because it may not be everything that came from our loins and our womb that we can have influence over. Sometimes we take on spiritual children. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan was not a biological son of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, but he's certainly his son. So those are some of the things that came to my mind and we just have to, as um, long as we got life, we just have to continue to strive, work, and do the best we can for the resurrection of Indeed. And we witnessed that a little bit with COVID. Shoot, we couldn't go to no mosque during COVID. We had to, we had to, uh, shoot, we had to be at the house. We had to make sure that we were studying. We had to make sure we at least tuned in virtually. And that, and that, and that, 
that gave us really a, a glimpse of where we are in our faith. I could skip if I wanted to, but did I? You see what I'm saying? So that's where that's where we come in and we say, okay, now, now is this really in me? Yeah, I may come to show up so I can stay active. Oh, but when that's not being, oh, see, when I can act like I'm tuning in, but not tuning in, am I really tuning in? <laughs> yeah, somebody said on my Instagram, they said, uh, they said, what did he say? Oh, y'all taking part of Christianity, mixing it with your beliefs to justify y'all actions. Now, my first Negro mind said, so? <laughs> but no, I said, thank you, brother. Uh, thank you, brother, for tuning in and sharing and sharing your thoughts. Uh, I don't believe that's what we're doing. But, man, I appreciate you at least for tuning in and having it, having it in you to share your thoughts about what you think. I'm, man, if, if just one more person could hear this word, if just one more person could, because see, once you hear it, you can't, you can't say, you can't deny it. The, the job is, the seed is already planted once you hear the word. You know what I mean? So my Negro mind says, so if we was, but then I was like, no, nah, I ain't going to say that. <laughs> but thank you for tuning in, dear brother. And I hope you tune in Monday to see if we still mixing in that Christianity because, um, yeah, just as long as you get the word and change your life and you uplift it, I'm not really bothered by what you think, uh, what we doing, as long as it's helpful for you, as long as this word is is uplifting you, that's between you and God, what you think we doing with the word and all that, man. But as long as we can deliver it to you, get it to you, and it makes you think, it makes you think self-improvement or something of that nature, man, I'm good. I'm okay. And yeah, like Sister Kavaj just said, a good Muslim is a good Christian because a Christian is one who is crystallized in oneness with God, following the example of Jesus Christ. And a Muslim simply means one who submits their will to do the will of God. And when we examine, observe, and look carefully into the scripture, the Bible says uh, that Jesus said, not my will be done. But thy will be done. Now, if you translate that and summarize that and, 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 and look at what that's saying, he's saying, I'm submitting my will to do the will of God. There's also, man, when I first came into the teachings, I read this and I look at what this said. Jesus said, watch this. Man, I said, wow, there's a scripture. It said again, gee, this is Jesus talking. This is in the book of John. He said, after he said this, he showed them his hands inside. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. And look at what Jesus said to them. And again, Jesus said, peace be with you. Ooh, do y'all know what peace be, be with you means in Arabic? Y'all know what that mean? That mean pretty much, basically, assalamu alaikum. So when Jesus would greet them, Jesus didn't say, hey, Jesus didn't say, what's up, cuz? Jesus didn't say, what's up, my nigga? Hey, he didn't say, what's happening, Kim folk? Jesus said, peace be with you. And then when I came into the nation and I heard them saying, assalamu alaikum, and I said, what does that mean? They said, it means peace be unto you. So listen, we ain't got to be divided. There's a lot of similarities that we have that we can settle on versus us trying to figure out are we mixing this and that and what's different and what's all. Yeah, there are some differences, but the minister said, hey, we can talk about religion after we free. Both of us not even free. 
both of our children in the same condition. We still trying to clean up both of our, I got Christianity, you got Islam, and both of our children, we, we ain't got them together. So let's figure out how we can come together further. Let's come together how we can free each other further. Then we can sit down after our families is free, sit down with some with some, uh, with some some pork-free, uh, I'm see, me and my wife started trying to find some, some pork-free marshmallows with some, with some, with some, with some, uh, Hershey kisses with that with that uh cinnamon that cinnamon uh what you call it that cinnamon I'm finna say cinnamon toast what's it called man the cinnamon cracker with them cinnamon and make us some s'mores man put that little s'more on there and we can sit back and say now what's your perspective on Jesus well then now you tell me your perspective on but at least our children in there laughing and playing and they free and they ain't been in that now nah, that's what we debate but we shouldn't be debating when both of us messed up. Now, let's see where I can pull from yours. Let's see where, okay, I can take that from yours. And we mix it on in and we work it together and see how we can raise each other up. We ain't going to condemn each other and go against each other. That's the goal, okay? Somebody said, I need a final call. Uh, Go to digital.finalcall.com, digital.finalcall.com. That's where you can get, I believe, the online subscription where you can get it online. And then if there's no brothers near you or no moss near you, that's 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 probably yeah, the graham cracker. Graham cracker. That's where you want to go get that. Uh digital.finalcall.com. I think that's where you can do it. So thank y'all for listening, family. I hope y'all enjoyed today's uh power call. We'll see you guys next Tuesday because I know everybody's gonna be up super late on the first. So I don't want to make everybody get up. I probably ain't gonna want to get up myself. So uh www.thepowercall.com dot net www.thepowercall.net come on over uh, create your profile you don't have to pay anything if you don't want if you want to support the power call and what we got going on you can you can upgrade um but it's free this is where the replays are are hosted and i seen your brother timothy ask about the telegram that's where we was hosting the the chat before but once we moved everything over to to the to the app side, we don't really use the Telegram. Now, what people use the Telegram for is to promote stuff, which we already talked about that, but we ain't even tripping on it. So that's pretty much what the Telegram is used for now. But what we really have the conversations at this point is inside of the app. So if you already in the app, you in the place to be. Okay? So thank y'all for listening. See you guys next week. Assalamu alaikum. Brother Ben here. Brother Ben. Now Ben got a heck of a program. A lot of people listening to Brother Ben. And Ben tells them about the minister.